Hello, this is Josh Bond, coming to you from uh, Rock of Recovery. Um, as I stated last week, we started a little spin-off, uh, doing our own little podcast so we can reach the people on the inside, their brothers inside that want a different way, a different, better life coming out. Best way to start's in there, so we're trying to reach them uh, with some things. And what I'm going to do is uh, I'm getting guests that's been to prison, that's been walked this walk, and they're out here killing it right now. And maybe if you learn one thing from them, just one little thing to help you do the same thing that he's doing, well, then I'm winning at this. And uh, we're go- I'm going to continue to get guests, uh, different guests on the show, so you can learn a little bit from each one. I'm going to go through some questions today. He's going to tell us a little bit about himself, introduce yourself. Hey, my name's Michael McDonald. Um, 42 years old. Um, been in and out of jail and prison, you know, several times. Where are you from, Mike? But uh, I was born in a place called Charleston, West Virginia. Raised in a little town, St. Albans. Um, fourth grade, moved to Hurricane. And uh, what happened when? When did you start drugs, Mike? Well, uh, for me, it's kind of a little bit different. Um, At an early age, in third grade, I started taking Ritalin and Adderall. Mm -hmm. By the doctors? Doctor prescribing it to you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was doctor prescribed. And, and, uh, you know, for me, like, that was my first experience with uh, actual drug usage, which it actually you know was a mind stimulant which kind of altered my my thinking yes you know same thing with me they did the same thing to me (laughs) i took them i took medication when i was young them thinking they were going all i did was zombie five me you know what i mean yeah if you ever look in 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 like the big book uh, well they'll call it they say it's like the phenomenon of craving takes over yeah and then you actually have like a physical allergy to where like you want it. You want know, it, want yeah. it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. So how many times have you been to prison, Mike? Uh, Well, I've been to prison twice. Um, and why? Why did you go to prison? I went to prison once uh, back in 2006. Uh, it was for uh, improper storage of anhydrous ammonia. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I know what he was doing. <laughs> The bad stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's an ingredient, you know, that they use to yep. to make methamphetamine. But, yep. Uh, so when so when did you learn about God, Mike? Tell us about God. Well, I actually got saved. I, I can remember the woman. Her, her name was Martha, you know. And uh, I started um, going to church when I was probably six Seven. They always had this thing that was called a Juana's. Yep, I know exactly and what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I started actually off at like a Sparky, you yeah. know, and yeah. we played games and stuff, you know, and I was always real good at sports and stuff, so yeah. that always kept me wanting to go back. But from the time I was six, from the time I was, you know, 15, I was just, I frequently yeah. attended church. And, cool, that's good. Yeah. yeah. See, my grandpa, he's, I, I used to walk in my grandpa's dining room every morning, and he was a hardworking man. He had a bunch of trailers and houses, and so he had to work on them every day. But every morning I used to walk down there, and he used to be at the end of his table. He had a, uh, 
a Bible, and I used to walk in every morning, and that's that's the seed. That's how my seed got planted. You know what I mean? I wanted to be just like him. He was my superhero, yeah. and I would see him reading the Bible. So I'd be like, Grandpa, what are you reading today? And he would pay me like if I would if I would memorize two verses, he would give me fifty cents. <laughs> and you know, in the eighties, fifty cents to a kid that grew up out of red clay dirt road with no WalMarts, <laughs> nowhere in sight. You know what I mean? Nowhere in town. You know what I mean? Uh, 50 cents was a lot of money so I, I was trying to memorize some Bibles but I really never got I never really got in a relationship with Christ one that I would say a relationship uh, until recently I would say that I used him for like a, a pro officer because when I was going to, up to see the pro board I would pray to God or when I was or when I was getting pulled over by the cops I would pray to God but that's the only time I had a relationship until yeah. recently you know what I mean yeah so Tony uh what did you do in prison to do your time? Did you did you take part in any Bible studies in there? Or did you did did the drugs take you away from God or what happened? Tell me about your drug addiction. Um, Tell these guys about it. Yeah, one thing about those prayers that you was talking about yeah. they they call those those foxhole Fox prayers. Yeah, <laughs> that's real. That is so real. Well, like, oh God, if you get me out of yeah. this mess, you know, yes. I promise I'll never do it again. Yeah. I couldn't tell you how many times I'd gotten out of jail at, you know, the misdemeanor up the regional. <laughs> oh, this is the last time you'll ever see me. You That's know, so real, it just, all the quicker I would come back. Yeah. But, you know, but I would read my Bible, you know, it's, it's all, it was all about, you know, spiritual growth, man. Just uh, yeah. reading my Bible, man, almost every day, like prayer and meditation. Yeah. You know, praying to God and meditating is just listening to God. Yeah. But you know, it's it's one way that I had to escape, and and a release, you know. Yeah. And uh, it's the only release really in there. Lifting weights in the Bible for me. Yeah. I did it this time too. Actually, to, to can be completely honest, this time when I went in, I knew I went and took that RSAT program, which some of these guys listening probably are in RSAT program. Uh, well, I took that RSAT program and I actually did it. I watched TB that TBH channel. Uh, mm-hmm. The Bible Channel, you know what I'm talking about, TBN or TBH? Yeah, Turner Broadcasting Network, TBN channel. And uh, I actually got down on my knees and started praying every day. And that's how serious I wanted to come out this time and do what I'm doing now. That's like, I, I didn't get the relationship. So, really, I just used him, like I said, that foxhole prayer. I really didn't have a God. I mean, I had him. He was waiting on me, but I never had him. So, mm-hmm. Tony, uh, when you got out this time, what would you do differently? What could these guys do differently? Well... You know, when I got out this time, you know, I just had to completely surrender, you know. Yeah. And for me, you know, surrendering, it was always came, you know, real tough to do. Yeah. And uh, because a lot of times, man, like for me, like I acted on my emotions and feelings a lot instead of intellect, you know. Yeah. So, you know, you got to act on intellect and not on feelings and emotions. Yeah. It's, you know, overcoming that spiritual malady, you know. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I had a lot of a lot of anger issues and, and just things that I hadn't dealt with in the past and things that I was running from and things that I was hiding from. But I had to get out, man. And for me, man, I had to 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 to. Work the 12 steps of Alcoholics Anonymous, man. It was what worked for me. Yes. Like, I had to learn a way of living, man, that that uh, the man's rigorous honesty. Yeah. You know, it had to teach me a way of life that, you know, that I was unfamiliar unfam- to, to living. 
And then I had to let God, man, do for me what I couldn't do for myself. And then I started, you know, uh, being totally transparent and working. You know, God works through people, man. And then I learned, like, man, like, my story isn't much different than uh, a lot of these people's out here. And then my story can actually be used to help somebody else. And it wasn't until then, man, that I learned that, hey, man, my story, telling somebody else what happened to me, man, and, like, what I had to do and the things that I had to overcome and the things that I got to continue to do on a day-to-day-to-day-to-day basis. Yeah. You know, because I'm just one bad decision away. Facts. That's from, facts, from, man. from being right back in, yeah. you know, or even dead. Yeah. You I call it one bad one bad decision away from putting the curtain back up because when I put a chemical substance into my body, I put a curtain between me and God. You know what I mean? So oh, as soon yeah. as I put that chemical in me, I know the curtain goes up. Oh yeah, he goes right yeah. out the window. Yeah, it does, know? dude. He ain't he even does. in the car no more. He don't. You know? He flies right out because he don't see sin. Uh-huh. And if we get out and we think we get out of prison and we're going to party and, and we're just going to do it a couple times, and it never is just a couple times, yeah. is it? Yeah, never is just a couple times, man. For, for me, like man, like my worst enemy, yeah, and my biggest problem was myself. Facts, that's real. You yes. know, I, I used to blame every person, yes. place, or situation, or everything that surrounded me on the the reason why my life was like it was, or the cause of me having to uh, go to jail or do a, a crime or, or steal something from the store. You know, but it yeah. wasn't until I started, you know, changing the things that I could change, man. The victim mentality. Yeah, the victim mentality. We're, like me right. and you were probably having a whole 30-minute class on victim mentality things. You know what I mean? That's what we're going to do, break things down. We're just we're doing this. to, So you get a little bit of what he's about. Learn about him so you can learn to trust him because he's probably going to be a guest here a lot. You know what I mean? Maybe even a co-host. You know what I mean? If he if he's down for that, and then we'll get you other hosts, guests, because we we're trying to make it fun, trying to make it serious, trying to make it everything you want to do. I was there. I was there in in your shoes, sitting on that bed with them earbuds in my ears, thinking, what could I do differently to stay out? Well, first off, pick up the Bible, get on your knees, pray. There's a lot of ways. Okay, so Mike, uh, do you work this what this time out? Yeah, I work. Do you work? Yeah. Is that is that part of your recovery program? Is that is that beneficial to your process progress out here working? Well, could you I mean, think a man could just come out of prison and just sit on a couch and make it drug addict? Uh, absolutely not. You know, <laughs> um, you know, you got to work an action problem, but you know, it's there's a balance, man, that you have to have in your life. Yeah. And that balance was something that I was never good at having. Yes. You know, I always hear, like, anything you put before God in your recovery will be the first thing that you lose. Yes. So if if, if you put your work ahead of uh, going to your meetings or going to church every week, like, there's a good chance that You're you might it. start drinking or drugging again. Yeah. And then eventually lose your job. Yeah. You know, for, for me, like... Man, like, I lost my purpose out there. Yeah. Like, my purpose became going to the bars. It became drinking uh, alcohol. It became uh, chasing drugs, uh, uh, chasing women. Like, I promise you, like, that's not God's purpose for you in your life, man. Like, 
your purpose is to to you to know, be blessed, be, <laughs> to be good stewards of Him and help yeah. others and lead them to Christ. You know? It's a funny thing you bring that up because that gives me a story I can I can share. This just happened I, when I first started Lifehouse. I remember this like it was yesterday because. I got a job at that steel plant, you know, and I was making like $1,700 a week, So, but I had to work on Sundays, and it took God completely out of my life. Money did. Well, I was on my way to the gym one morning, and I would, I'm coming up, and I got to rush to the gym, and then I got to rush to work, and and I don't get a church none no more. I work seven days a week, and what happened is I come up over this underpass, and the red light quit working, so all four cars, bam, and I totaled my truck, had to quit my job. Because I totaled the truck and got to go back to church, and my life got so much better. Lost $1,700 to $2,200 a week, and my life got better yeah. because I got God back. That's I a fact. That, that's the facts. You yes. Know? I think uh, uh, Solomon, he said, King Solomon, he said, you know, he, he's had everything under the sun. Yeah. And all of it's nil. Yeah. It all goes back to dust. That the true riches, you know, that's things that that are within yep. yourself. Yeah, you're right. And you know, this whole world moves fast. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, if you're not careful, man, the the things that really uh, produce the fruits of the spirit is what I like to call them. Yeah. You know, the peace, yep. love, you know, all that stuff. I call it kingdom on yeah. earth. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because if you if you got all them right there, you're calling God. Really, in a in a world full of sin, if you have peace, you're there, bud. You're winning. You know what I mean? Because think about it's the world peace. There's no peace on the world. <laughs> but you can, with our God, bring peace down to us. You know what I mean? Even addicts like us. Yeah. We get peace. I get to go to bed every night with peace because of my father. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's the only way, because I can't do this alone. Like, yeah, see, I'm, I'm a big book guy. Yeah. And there's a place in the big book, you know, you'll hear me mention a lot of quotes. Yeah. But it says, you know, your serenity level or the amount of peace that you have in your life yeah. is directionally proportional to the amount of acceptance. Yes. Your acceptance level. Yes. So the more that you accept yep. things that are going on in your life yep. and realize that, Hey man, I I can't control yeah. things that are going on. You know, no. you can't you can't play God and try to no. control other people and situations and things and try to manipulate things to better suit your your fears and you know it's a, and that's what we do, man. We try to play God when we when <laughs> we get out there, dude. Don't we? Like it's listen. When I I used to say it, bro. When I was out there and I was dealing drugs, all I was was a cancer to society, but. To me, when I was dealing them drugs, I thought I was doing it. Now, if I would see somebody like me selling dope to my family, I would be, you know what I mean? Like, I would turn against them people. You know what I mean? I wouldn't I wouldn't turn against them, like, go to them, but I wouldn't want to be around those kind of people anymore. And that's how much it's changed me. Well, yeah, you had to learn a different way of yes. living. You know, a lot of times we become products of our environment. Yes. And it isn't until you get out of that environment and you're put in a spot to where you can grow, like Lifehouse down there, yeah. to where you're actually able to bloom down here. I mean, yeah. you're doing big things yeah. today, man. I yeah. mean. Doing a podcast, yeah. Going to church, you got yep. a pretty. I mean, yeah. God's good, isn't God he? Is good, God's man. good, man. Especially, look, but, it, it says in there what he does. He takes he takes the people that thinks they're important and make them nothing. He takes the people that it isn't important and he makes us 
what we're doing right now. Yeah. Reaching out to these guys in prison that need somebody like us. Yeah. Somebody that actually is, you know, whoever's listening to this right now, I don't know you, man, but I'm praying for you. And when I say that, you're probably rolling your eyes thinking because I was in that survival mode. Do you think everybody's against you? No, no, it's not like that, man. You just got to find your right circle. You got to find your right group. And listen, if your brother is letting you sneak and get away with something, he ain't your brother. Just let you know. He's not your brother. Your brother ain't going to sit around and let you do anything like that. Let, put your life at stake. Put your drug addiction at stake. He's going to yoke you up if it need be. Uh, so what what program are you in right now? Well, I'm at the Hawk. Hawk program. What's it do? Yeah. What's it teach? Um, well, we work on the 12 steps. Uh, you just... Is it faith based? It's, it's, it's yeah, it's kind of well, it's kind of your choice. I mean, okay. they leave that choice up to you. Yeah, uh, a lot of people come out of prison and parole there. Yeah. It's a good place and, to parole uh, to, actually. You, you know, they help you. Yeah, uh, get on your feet and learn a different way of living. Yep. And uh, you know, when I was in prison, you know, a lot of people will think, "Hey, man, that spirituality is a way of weakness." Yes, but yes. I'm I'm here to tell you, man. Like spirituality you. is actually a way of strength. It man. is. It's not. You're not a weak person if you uh, pray or or worship no. God or. You're strong because think about all these people out here that that don't want to do none of that. So we're the minority now. And I had so (laughs) much pride and ego. I used to have so much pride and ego in me. Like I didn't even want to see another uh, praying with another man or or like, man, there's still things that I got to work on. Yeah. Like, you know. And now we know it's it's exactly the opposite. I get drunk, but we stay sober. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? So it's very important to the people listening that you get out and you find your people, your your group that's very serious about what's going to the same place you are. And it don't have to be going to the riches, just going to the peace, going to church, going to a meeting. Find what you find what keeps you sober, man. And you're going to have to find something to keep you busy because you're not going to be able to sit around and just do nothing and expect it all just to kingdom of earth to come down. You know what I mean? It don't happen like that. Um, this is Josh Baum from Rocket Recovery. This is Michael McDonald. I'm gonna pray. I'm gonna say a prayer with you all on the way out. Dear Lord, Heavenly Father, we just ask you to look over all these guys inside, and just everybody listening. Just look over each and every person listening. Uh, just walk with them. Show them that the, in a world full of darkness, there is light. I mean, even if there isn't light around us, we can be that light. Just help them be that light, Father. Uh, we just ask you to look over the church and all the great things it's doing, God, and just ask you to. Uh, Look out for us. In Jesus Christ's name, amen. Amen. We love you, fellas. I'll be here next week.